So I think it's really just embracing every new opportunity that you can. Um, there is not one set career path for anyone. There's If you have a destination career goal, there's lots of different ways there. And I think the more breadth that you bring to the table, the more well-suited you're going to be for, for really big jobs at companies and leading the future. Melissa Palowitz, 17 years at the Kellogg Company. You heard that right, almost 17 years. In our conversation, we talk about how do you navigate and evolve when staying in a company for that period of time. How she gets her daily source of inspiration to this day. And the differences she's learned working for both a company and a marketing agency. How she uses LinkedIn to learn. Actually shared a few things in the conversation that I was not familiar with and I'm gonna start to dig into that this week for my own learning. And her recommendations for students on campus on how to lean in and how to learn. And of course we close with the three favorite places she wants to go visit on her next trip back to Oxford. 17 years does sound like a long time to be a one organization, but I will tell you, um, it does not feel like 17 years. In fact, it always shocks me when someone asks how long I've been here and I have to say that number. I'm like, oh my gosh, that that is a long time. And as I reflect back, when I first joined Kellogg, I will tell you, I had the mindset that I was going to be here for a couple of years, take the brand side experience and then move on to another role. Um, but what I have found is that at a, a company like Kellogg and a big company, there are always new opportunities for you to continue to learn and develop. So no day and no role is ever exactly the same. So you are constantly developing yourself. And I think part of it is making sure you're seeking out those opportunities as well. So does that, so you, I, yeah. does that give you the, is that the plug for, Working for a large organization, I, similar for me here at Octagon, I've been here 20 years, and the size of the, uh, of the company allows you to switch if you're proactive and you're looking. So it's a little bit of a plug here for big company. Well, a, a bit of one, I would say, yes. And I think you could probably find it at a small company as well. It's, it's really... Um, being courageous about looking for those opportunities and not settling on doing the same thing in the same role for a super long period of time. I think that having that ability to to look across an organization, whether it be big or small, um, it's really up to you to understand where you think your next career move could be. And I would say you always have the opportunity to look inside, even at a small company. And, and how do you learn every day? Are you a podcast listener? Are you picking up your phone and, and scrolling through uh, Twitter? What's your best way for you to still learn? Um, well, it's not on Twitter. I can tell you that. Um, but I do use LinkedIn. And LinkedIn Learning has some great, That's a, I guess, a bit of a plug for LinkedIn Learning is there's some great videos and um, presentations that are that are posted there so and and they're very well organized so if there's an area you want to continue to learn on that would be one way another way i would say is via relationships and finding people that you admire and that you've seen how they they work through an organization and spending time and and setting up coffee with those people it's really networking to understand what's working for other people and um leaning in where you think that there's opportunity for you to learn from someone i mean there's always opportunity to learn from other people and i'll be the first to raise my hand to say i've not used linkedin for presentations and videos as such 
how were you turned on to it, or and have you used LinkedIn for a long time as a, as a source of learning? Well, for a source of learning, I'd say it's probably been about the past two years, um, and I was really turned on to it um, from my internal network. Uh, it's also a tool that Kellogg's uses to ensure that people have opportunities to grow and develop that are easy to to do in your own free time and um, and very customizable to what you need to work on. <clears throat> and, and are you a morning learner, or is that at night, kids are down, back on, and, and looking for other sources of inspiration? I would say it's the, the latter of those. It's the at night, kids are down, um, or since I have older kids, they're in their rooms doing their homework, and that would be my time to study and, and really continue to develop myself. And do you remember, uh, I say, do you remember, because I struggle with it too, but uh, in your 20s, how you learned and the, the change of learning, obviously time is a factor of that, but uh, have you always learned in the same way and more of a visual learner and, and watching presentations and others? No, I would say it actually has changed a lot over my career. Uh, early on, it was more learning by doing and because everything was new. So when you're coming out of school and you're going to your first, uh, you know, air quote, the, the real job, mm-hmm. Everything is new, how you interact in the office, how you take on projects, how you deliver on projects. So it's very much hands-on. And then as, as my career has developed, it's really shifted. And there's still some of the learning by doing, but as you continue in your career, it is more around um, learning through others. I mean, that is, that is part of it too, but it's also learning through leadership. And you are looking at different skills that you're trying to develop uh, over time. And you, when you when we started the conversation, you mentioned when you started a Cal company, you only thought it was going to be a few years learning the brand side, and you had spent some years on the agency side before. So I'm curious what you learned at the agency side that you said, yeah, I don't want to do this, or these are the things, at least different types of skills or activities that you wanted to explore differently from an agency side. Yeah, so when I started on the agency side, and and I loved that environment, especially um, being young and new in my career, is that there was so many opportunities, uh, new clients to look at and work with, and it was uh, the interconnectivity with this creative side, which is what fueled me, um, because I knew that was part of my personality and approach, that I loved being close to that creative solution to a business problem. And as I was on the agency for, for several years, I recognized that what we were solving for companies was only part of the equation. And I really wanted to have that in-depth understanding of being on the brand side and on the corporate side. Um, to what this creative solution was actually solving for us because it's, there's way more to the, the puzzle uh, when you look at it from the business side and really getting into the operations and how you drive profit and how you drive margin and um, really understanding that. I, I thought I was going to take that learning and go back to the agency mm-hmm. side. That's how much I enjoyed that. Uh, and then I just really enjoyed being on the business side and, and looking at the whole picture versus just part of the picture. That, that insight has been shared three or four times on this pod from anybody that has come from an agency to brand that have said, I love the creative. 
I loved that I thought I was solving these problems. And then I got to the brand and I realized, oh, wait, that was one-tenth of the solution that was exactly. needed uh, to move forward. It's fascinating insight to that. Exactly. And I also, the other thing for me was really wanting to understand how businesses were making decisions on what we were presenting and sharing. Uh, because sometimes it was clear, but other times, again, because we did not have the full picture, we didn't, sometimes a decision would come in from left field and we would have to take a pause and just say, huh, now I wonder how they got to that. And, and now being on this side of the desk, you totally understand that it is, it's one-tenth of what the what the business is trying to solve. Yeah, and I'm sure, though, you can appreciate the, the challenges the agencies have or them not necessarily understanding it because they've not lived those shoes before. Exactly. Well, and also, when you are in the marketing field and you are managing agencies, you have a very big sense of empathy for what they're going through and, and the dynamics of what has to happen behind the scenes to bring you great work, and I think that that's a critical piece of understanding when you are on the brand side. Did you get the agency job at the job fair at Miami, or how did you get that first job? Believe it or not, I did not. However, I had some great interviews at the job fair at Miami, <laughs> so I looked back. Um, I uh, found this actually through my internship the summer before my senior year, and I really just fell into it because before my junior year, I was working as a temp and I got placed at an agency and it opened my eyes to all of the different opportunities at an agency and really fueled my passion for wanting to be on that creative side of the business. And what was your first job when you ultimately got hired and you started a week after school or a couple months after school ended? I was an account, I was an account coordinator at a company, an agency called the marketing store. And I was working on the McDonald's business and we were designing their happy meal toys. (laughs) What did you love about that? And, or what did you learn on that? That said, I don't want to do that particular type of work. Um, well, what I loved was working with the creative team and again, coming in with the solutions and being part of this creative brainstorm to come in with the ideas. Um, I will say there really wasn't much I didn't love about it. And where was that? It was in Chicago. It was in Chicago. Yeah. And Miami, if we go back and not job fair, I actually never even walked in the job fair, but similar to you, I had a job. Uh, after my junior year from an internship back here in D.C. Why, why did you go to Miami? What was it bringing you there? Well, it was, it was several things. It was, well, first of all, the campus is beautiful. Um, but it was the reputation for the business school because I did know going into college that I wanted to go into business and I wanted to focus on marketing. Um, and they had a great reputation. And they the, Miami does some great recruiting in the Chicagoland area. So it was easy to get information to, and it was just far enough away from home uh, to make it a a big enough step, but not too far that if I needed to get home, I had no problem getting home still. And you you mentioned business and marketing. Uh, Did you end up majoring in marketing? I did. I majored in marketing. And then after my internship at the marketing store on the McDonald's business, I went and had a minor in international business because I did, I was interested in the international and the global nature of McDonald's as a business. And I thought that would be uh, something that would be interesting to pursue. Is there a particular, but I'll tell you, go ahead. 
Yeah, one of my favorite one of my favorite experiences at Miami in the in the marketing world was Laws Hall and Associates. Uh, that was probably the the pinnacle of my senior year there because it really took everything you had learned in all of your classroom experiences and made it into a real live working environment. And uh, that was a phenomenal experience where you actually are applying what you've learned and, and you got to try everything, right? You had a mentor coaching your team, but you really had to, to learn by doing. And now if you look back to those days, is there a class uh, subject that you would have taken that you didn't, or looking back at your business career thus far, would you say that's the right major for where you've ended today? No, I would say that was the right major for where I ended today. Um, I think being where I am in my career, I think if I was younger, I'd, I'd probably lean in not only with marketing, but looking at the computer science area as well and understanding the digital technology, because there's so many changes that have happened over the past 20 years of my career that um, to be in the forefront, you have to continue to stay in that space. But that's if I could look back today and say, if I was going to go back right now, I would make sure that I had a lot of that digital understanding and, and technical skill. Because I think that plus marketing, you are, uh, you're going to be really in a great position to do well with your career. And you talked earlier about uh, you learn by relationships and networking. Uh, was that always a skill or a passion? Were, were you one that conversed all the time and learned even back in high school, college days? Or is that something, too, that uh, you gained the skill as your professional life went on? I would say I probably was born with some of the relationship building skills. However, it definitely got fine-tuned and honed over my career, uh, working directly with partners and that are where you're actually going and selling your organization and, and selling um, <clears throat> why they should work with you as an organization and with the business, um, it's critical to have those, those skills. So I would say while I probably had some uh, in me as just how I'm wired, it definitely developed over time. And to the 21-year-old who's a senior and finishes school in four or five months, what are some of those skills that you would um, ask them to take on or you teach yourself from years ago that you wish you had done differently uh, to best prepare you when you come out to the real world? So I think it's really just embracing every new opportunity that you can. Um, there is not one set career path for anyone. There's, if you have a destination career goal, there's lots of different ways there. And I think the more breadth that you bring to the table, the more well-suited you're going to be for, for really big jobs at companies and leading the future. Mm. And, and talk about your friendships from Oxford that you continue this day and, and how often you uh, run into a Miami and either at, at Kellogg's or uh, just agency partners? Uh, more often than you would think. Uh, every, every place I go, I seem to run into people that are alumni from Miami. And it's really easy to build those relationships quick because you have so much in common from your background and from your history that you can draw on. Uh, and I'm just always impressed with the level of 
uh, graduate that comes out of the university. And I think it's something that we can all be very proud of. But that network is strong. Uh, I would say keeping in touch with with uh, the friends from the past is, is easy today with the technology and, and making sure you prioritize it because as uh, you continue in your career and your family life, life does get busy. But it's uh, linking back and, and uh, really... I know you had mentioned this earlier, but as soon as one little memory comes back, it all comes flooding back, and you go back to those days when you're on High Street and or in the dorm on on East Quad, and it's it's just wonderful. So close there on memories for a second. The next time you step onto campus, where are the three places you're going first? The three places. Well, let's see. I know some of my old haunts are no longer there, uh, but I would have to say um, I'm going to start with High Street, which is going to be Bagel and Deli, because I still remember the sandwich I would always order. Which was? Um, so, uh, Cool Jewels. Yeah, of course. Uh, so it would be Bagel and Deli. It would be going back to... Um, and the house I lived in is gone now, too. So we'd be going back to East Quad and Central Quad, Quad where we spent some, some time, and then going back to uh, the Upper Marches and uh, the business school area. Yeah, and so speaking of Upper Marches, you're a Miami merger. Um, I am. Uh, and so talk about that. It's unbelievable the amount of people. I, I still don't get it to this day, and obviously I am one, too. You know, why and how Miami has such a disproportionate number of marriages that come out of there from any other college. I know it is it is surprising when you when you think about it. Uh, the funny thing about my Miami merger is that we actually did not know each other at Miami and we met afterwards, um, even though we were in school at the same time. And we always laugh because after we got married and we moved in and we were looking at each other's old pictures. We're in the background of each other's pictures, which is <laughs> so funny. I'm like, wait, I remember I was there. And then sure enough, uh, those, that it comes through. So we always have some good laughs about that. But I think it really goes back to just the, the quality of the person that the university attracts and um, having things that are in common and common experiences that you can draw in on. Melissa, thanks for taking the time. Great to catch up. You continue to do great work at the Kellogg Company. I'm definitely going to check into LinkedIn Learning. There's something there that we all can pick up. And I love the conversation about leaning in in college. Computer science, digital technology makes sense for students. It makes sense for anybody in the workforce. Thanks again for joining. Hope everyone enjoyed it. Please share with friends and colleagues and Miamians. See you all at Skippers real soon.